Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic. Today is a good day because it is a show with one of my not only favorite guests, a friend of the show. She is one of my favorite people on this planet, one of my dearest friends, and I have to say she is exquisite. She is the undisputed queen of horror. She also happens to run her own production company along with her partners called Neon Noir, and her latest films include That's a Wrap and the upcoming Garden of Eden, which will soon be hitting movie theaters and major streaming sites. Please welcome back to the show the beautiful and amazing Sarah French. Sarah, how are you doing? Hello, hello. That <laughs> is quite the intro. Thank you. And it's all true. <laughs> When we speak in truth, so you can't deny it. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back. I mean, it's been a few months. The last time I was on, what we were talking about Space Wars, we right? We were talking about Space Wars Quest for the Deep Star, yes. which I which saw. Just which, which hit to be today. To be, let me tell you something. These people listening right now are so lucky that they have the ability to go on Tubi and watch this for free because yes. this movie, it you really they should be paying. That's how good it is. Like, and they get to now watch this. It's amazing. Uh, Sarah just knocks it out of the park. I I I can't say too much about it because I want people to go watch it. But we talked about it on the last episode, and if you want to see Sarah whoop an ass in outer space. This is the movie for you. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. <laughs> and it was fun to kick an ass on that film. That's for that's for damn sure. <laughs> now, my only, and it's rare I'll ever say this, my only bone of contention with this film, and this is completely my opinion, I'm okay. seeing this poster, I don't see Sarah French on it, and I don't oh. see your name, and let's be real, you are the star of this movie. So, in the future, whoever is designing those covers, Sarah sells tickets, put Sarah on there. I'm telling you, put Sarah's name big and bold, and you've got an audience right there just based on the fact that Sarah French is in the movie. Oh, thank you, and yes to everything you said. Yes. So, uh, you know, whoever's doing making those decisions in the back, I'm just going to say loud and clear – Sarah on the cover, Sarah's name in the middle, right front and center. Hell yeah. <laughs> it, Sarah, I, I that. all right. That's why I love you so much. <laughs> I have to ask you something. Is there rumblings of a Space Wars 2? Um, we would love, love to make a sequel to Space Wars. Um, and it's... Uh, for those who have seen it or not, either way, um, those who have seen it, uh, there is, you know, we're ready for another quest. Okay. So, you know, it's just, it really depends on distro. It depends on funding. It depends on, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Um, okay. But we do have plans for a sequel. So good with the right backing with the right people that believe in us that believe in what we did with space wars um that are fans that you know love the genre um hopefully 
we will get that opportunity because we need it. We We need to continue our adventure. It's so much fun. And I, can I, and we have lots, we have lots of bigger, bolder plans for the next one too. I, you know, if, if it hasn't been written yet, I have a request that I would love to see in this film. Are you ready? I want to see you fight an evil android clone of yourself. I want to see Sarah versus evil Sarah in the movie. All right. Oh my gosh. I love it. I have, I really want to see you play that evil, like counterpart counterpart and then you. So, and it's a perfect type of movie to do that. And you would be so, it would be just be so badass to see you fighting yourself. I, I love that idea. I will have to bring that up to the guys. All right, fine. And and take it. Take that idea and run with it. Joe, I know you'll listen to this. Marcel, make that happen, all right? <laughs> well, that one's Gatto. That one's Gatto Setien. <laughs> okay. All right, Gatto. You Gatto, listen to me. You hear me? Yes, I, I put that pun in there. <laughs> them know that's a great idea okay good we'll steal it run with it and make it happen (laughs) um and congrats to joe by the way i mean my god uh can we talk about some zombies and joe that just hit the news you want to share it with people yeah he is so excited um twilight of the dead it would be the last romero zombie he helped co-write the script for that and it is now going into uh, production. That's so huge. Will, the plans are for them to be filming it in October in Puerto Rico. And uh, they have Roundtable um, backing it. And they're super excited. Um, and, yeah. It's, That's huge. It's, it's a freaking solid, amazing, beautiful script. And it, I think it's going to do very well. That's That's incredible. I mean, what a big deal. To, to be part of that universe, I mean, that classic universe, amazing. Yes. Yeah, Joe's really excited. I mean, him and the team worked very, very hard on it to get it to where it is today. And they're all very, very happy and very glad it's moving forward. Me too. So yes. please keep us all updated on the you know upcoming release Oh yeah, for sure. Of course it has to be made first, (laughs) but, but keep us fully updated. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So my dear friend, I've been waiting for a long time. I, you enlighten me if it's already out, but I haven't been able to stream it yet. Is pretty boy available to stream? Oh my gosh. I, you know, Brian, that's been an ongoing unfortunate okay nightmare really with the distro company and you know look people don't people just want to hear about the positive stuff and you know they don't want to hear about the the shit we deal with behind the scenes yeah no please go yeah i I love that you're saying this (laughs) (laughs) no it's just it's just uh, there's been so i just i don't even know where to begin i mean and i'm it's not out yet um, right. The plan is hopefully it'll be out later this year. Um, it's been done actually for over two years now. We actually had the premiere, I think, two and a half years ago. Wow. Like the, the cast and crew premiere. So 
where the hell is it? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. What tell now this is I am so I'm actually really, really glad you brought this up because I think people don't understand. Let me let me just say this. Be yeah. picky and choosy with who you work with ah. always. There we go. There like we go. You, like if if you don't have the right team, if 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 something is amiss or if there's red flags from the beginning, run. I, I mean, love that. I love that. No, yeah, it's just it's it's been an ongoing thing, and unfortunately, you know, it's it, like there's a lot more to it. But on a positive side, there is movement; it okay. is moving forward. It's just moving forward at a snail's pace, <laughs> right? Um, and you know, and it sucks because everyone works so hard on it from the cast and the crew, from you know, I mean, all of us from the producers who, you know, put the money into it. And like, we want people to start making their money back and we want to yeah. start seeing, you know, it move forward. And because we did have, I mean, we did and we do have plans for hopefully a sequel and or prequel. Yeah. And we can't do that till this one comes out. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, and I'm, and that's another element I'm glad you brought up for those out there who are not connected with the business and don't understand as a production company, the producers put up all the money as well. So yeah. it's this like, was, now yeah, this, we, we started our production company after pretty boy. Yes. I remember like, this was from, yeah, this was from a different production company, but yeah, yeah. it's, you know, they find the people and, mm -hmm. you know, we get, you know, investors in there and, you know, we want people to make their money back. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it That's is. The unfortunate thing in this industry, it's it's really hard to make your money back. Um, but you know, we all do it because we love it so much. That's and amen. you know, it's really a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And and you know, people might if you don't work in the industry, you don't understand how it works, and you don't understand that there's unfortunately not a lot of money to be made. It's really, you know, we do it because we love it, um, and yeah. hopefully you know, we get a really good audience and, and people to support it. And, um, and then we can eventually make money on it. I but love that. It's really, it's, it's hard. It's a challenge. You know, one of the feedbacks I always get when you're on is I love her. No bullshit answers. Like you, you mm -hmm. tell it like it is and people really appreciate that and connect with it. So thank you for dispelling that not everything's rosy and easy Never. in the entertainment industry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. But, you know, we love it. And it's, we do. You know, it's very special to us to show our art, to showcase it, to create, to tell stories. Um, and, you know, we, we really love it. So that's why we're so invested in it. And, mm -hmm. you know, we're constantly pushing and moving forward and, you know, trying to make the best film that we can. And, um, you know, try and with that, trying to find the best company for the film yes to release it to to promote it to believe in it um, that, and believe in us that's and that bring to that the table. right there believe in in the project yeah. and believe in you that is so important it is so, so important, important. If, if people aren't seeing the vision and are not on the same page it's like then why are they even offering to help? Because like you, yeah. I know you and your production company, you guys do not fuck around. <laughs> you know, like when you have something you want to do, you yeah. get it done. It's out there. Hey, we need a, we need a theatrical release. We're going to make that happen. 
and I respect that so much. Thank you. And it's, you know, it's just, like I said, it's finding the right company to represent your film. And mm -hmm. um, it's so important. And that's the one thing, like, with Blind, the film that Joe, Marcel, and I first worked together on, um, everything went great from pre-production to production to post. Like, everything was wonderful, um, you know, with the typical usual hiccups and, you know, things like that. And, I mean, there yeah. were other things, but... Um, you know, the distro company we picked for that, unfortunately, didn't believe in the film. Ugh. And so annoying. They, they gave it really no, there was no fanfare. There was no pushing. There was no, uh, it, it, they basically just put it out. They promised things that they didn't, um, you know, uh, uh, deliver do. on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it really hurt us. And then it was hard to find, you know, something for pretty boy. Yeah. Luckily we pre-sold the script on that one, which was great. Cause we got a lot of, we did get a lot of our own fanfare for blind because that's what we did. But when, the, when it finally came out in from the distro company, it just, it didn't do well because they didn't push it and you have to push a film. Yes, you do. You have to you... promote it. You have to put money. You have to put money into things to make money. Amen. Yeah. You're going to get out of it. What you put into it, honestly. It's yeah, so true. I mean, if you want to make money, you got to spend money. That's just, and that goes with anything, any, any company. Yeah, no, you're right. A hundred percent. And you know, I, I, since we're touching upon this subject about getting like, let's say a theatrical run, what are some of the challenges with that? Like for, like oh for God. space wars, like that hit theaters. Well, what, what were some of the hurdles to make that happen? Well, that was that was our director producer Gato Setien, and he he really pushed the film. I mean, this was his baby. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is this is his love letter to the sci-fi genre. Same with Joe, and uh, you know, so I mean, we all just pushed it, and he was able to find some um, like with our distro company. He was able to work deals out with them to find um, the theaters. And, you know, he, he was really the one forefront pushing it all. Wow. And he even found theaters on his own um, and submitted, uh, like, to different film festivals as well that were playing it on the theater. So it was really, it's really, when it comes to independent cinema, it's really brick and mortar. You do everything on your own. It's so true. Um, and, you know, there's, because no one else is going to do it for you. It's the unfortunate truth about independent film yeah um because you don't have the money you don't have the time you don't have the resources but luckily over time you know you you meet other people in other you know um production companies or you know you meet so many people along the way that you can work together and you know um you know do things together so um Got to have a lot of connections, and we were able to get the film in a handful of theaters, which was really amazing, and film festivals, and, you know, we're, we were really able to push it that way, but it's hard. It's hard to get theatrical, even today, when there's not a lot of films out. Oh, my um, God. I, 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 I was... Challenge. It really yeah. is. Um, no, I mean, that's, it's a huge accomplishment. It's a huge accomplishment to get yeah, your I film mean, I, in, I in the theaters. theaters we got into, I think we got into like seven or 10 or something. Yeah, that's, that's huge. A deal. That's, that's a, it's a very big deal. Yeah. 
especially so you know these big studios monopolize so much of so much of that screen well, time you know yeah right exactly exactly but with with us indie people it's you know we really gotta we gotta do all the work we gotta you know make the phone calls set up dates set up you know see what works put the money in i mean it's just it's really a lot <laughs> the, oh it so is so so when fans come up yeah go ahead business you have to do it because you love it because you can't get into it thinking you're going to be making millions because that is a that is such a oh my god hopefully hopefully it happens at some point but until then it's it's you know a ladder building thing it takes time it It, takes it sure does It sure does. I know, you know, I, you know, did a lot of little films, but I produced two feature length ones. And I can tell you, and and everything Sarah is saying is true, because as much money as you think you're going to make when you're first starting and creating, it never turns out that way on the bottom line <laughs> so so you you better just love what you're doing and put your energy into enjoying it and you know hopefully good things happen but for most people you know just be happy if your movie makes a little bit of money you know honestly it, it's just the the way it is so we're just being real out there for those independent filmmakers like you know yeah like what sarah said you really have to be in it because you love it a hundred percent yes i i love you i love your energy i always have um you when you're out there signing by the way at these conventions which you go to throughout the year when fans approach you i hope they remember that sarah you're doing every aspect of the production you're not just the beautiful, talented person in front of the screen. You're the person doing all this work behind the scenes. And I hope people fully appreciate that. Yeah. And it, it really, it really humbles you. And it, it's, it's such a good feeling. Yeah. Like I love, I love being partners with Joe and Marcel because we make such a great team. We're very positive. We're very, you know, just, we're just happy to be doing this for a living. And yeah. You know, we never forget that, um, you know, this is a tough industry and how grateful we are to be doing this and, you know, to be able to tell stories and, and, you know, create together. Um, And it's just, it's so nice just working as a team and seeing all the aspects of the behind the scenes and being a part of it. 100%. Um, You've paid your dues. It's really wonderful. And you're somebody, honestly, you've really paid your dues in the business. It didn't just come easy for Sarah. It's not just like she waltzed into the business. Like you've put your, you've put your time, you've put your energy, you've put your blood, sweat, and tears into it. So for, for those of you who are watching her post going, I wish I could be her. I wish it came so easy. It did not come easy for Sarah. Sarah put a lot of work into this business. (laughs) And by the way, let me piggyback on this comment. Sarah busts her ass every day on the hiking trail and in the gym so for those of you who are like she looks 20 years old that's why because she works out like a freaking robot (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't mess around that's for sure when i would when i have a specific you know goal and and schedule and i'm very like goal schedule orientated mm-hmm. and if, if like i mess it up in any way then i'm like oh my god i gotta 
you know, I gotta fix this. I gotta, you know, I feel like shit. I gotta, you know, do something. <laughs> Before we came on air, I asked Sarah, well, are you going to take tomorrow off at least? Eh, probably not. And that's you. <laughs> conversation for those who didn't hear it before this i was telling them i i waddled my way into the bedroom for the interview today <laughs> what we're doing right now and i was like i worked out at the gym the day before and i'm just wrecked like i went hard <laughs> i can barely move but i still went hiking this morning you're, and i'm still gonna go hiking tomorrow morning <laughs> you, you, friend, like, you're crazy you are you're an android you're an android I'm committed. I am, I'm committed. That's for damn sure. Just like with acting and, mm-hmm. and, you know, the producing, like, once I set my mind to something, I don't stop. No, you don't. And I keep doing it till I feel like I've accomplished something or, you know, I'm going somewhere or getting something done. Um, that's my Taurus side, too, because I'm a Taurus and I'm very just, like, goal-orientated. Yes, you uh, are. I, yeah. I think if anybody There's takes no stopping me, I like, <laughs> something, I'm, I go all in. But see, it's that's all or nothing. That's, but, that's it. It's all or nothing. Which is exactly what makes you so cut out for this business. And oh yeah, you have to be. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, you. Speaking of getting things done, I mean, my god. Let's talk for a minute here. You have. That's a wrap coming out with. With uh, our our buddy Sarah Polednak, who I absolutely love, she is wonderful, and we're gonna have her back down the line to talk about these wonderful productions. And Gigi Gustin, who uh, we're working on getting on the show, but you, she is great. and and we actually found out we have a mutual friend from this area in Pennsylvania, which is funny. It's such a small world how everything connects. That's right. When you texted me, that I was like, yes. no way. Isn't that weird? It's just weird how the universe works. Brian, I got to tell you, it's, I have small world things happen to me all the freaking time. I, I, like, it's it's just insane. You never know who knows who or, you know, who's worked with who or that you've known for years. And it's just, it's really crazy. Well, this is how weird the universe is. I remember having this conversation. I don't remember when Gigi moved to LA, but I remember talking to this photographer friend of mine. He goes, yeah, I shot this girl, Gigi. She's got something about her. She, she wants to be an actress. And he goes, I think she's going to make it. She's gone out to LA. She's, you know, wants to do some horror stuff. I said, that's funny. I said, because one of my best friends is out there, and she's killing it on the horror scene. And I remember saying to him, wouldn't that be funny if those two ended up working together? Let's fast forward. You've actually worked together now. That's how the universe works. <laughs> so, yeah, Gigi, she's, she's great. She's, she's so committed to her craft. Yeah. And she's... She's just, she's such a star. She's so sweet. She's so down to earth. Like she is, and same with Sarah, like Sarah, like we love, we, we like surrounding ourselves with people that just are committed, that are no drama, that have a great positive attitude that want to just create and have fun. And, you know, those two are just so amazing to work with. And we've worked with them now, um, on two films and, many more to come 
I, and you know what, that's another thing. I love that you're loyal. You keep a close oh, circle yeah. of people you work with. And it's funny yeah. because when I interviewed Sarah, I loved her right away. And I go, I can see why Sarah and Sarah get along yeah. so well. Cause you're just two amazing people and you're no bullshitters either. You give such real answers, which I just love that about the both of you. So I'm so happy that you've all found this community together and that yeah. you keep using them on your stuff. I think that's amazing. And it's, you know, and when we cast, you know, a handful of the same people every now and then we mix it up, but you know, it's great to work with people that you can trust that, you know, what they bring to the table. Yeah. And if they fit, if they're right for a role, we'll put them in it. You know what I mean? And it's not oh. like we're not just throwing them in just because oh, right, right. We're throwing them in because we know what they bring to the table and that they'd be perfect for this role. Well, speaking about perfect for this role, let's talk. That's a wrap. Can you talk about the premise here? Talk about yes. the release. Talk about it. Let's yes. hear it. Okay. <laughs> so we have that's a wrap coming August 25th through quiver. And that's going to be streaming in North America. Uh, so it'll be the U S and Canada. And we're working on, um, uh, uh, international right now. And so that one's coming out on August 25th. And I'll just give you a quick uh, yeah, little please. synopsis of it. Please do. So, uh, Mason Maestro just directed what he considers to be his masterpiece, a film titled That's a Wrap. Uh, the cast arrived to the studio excited to celebrate what they created, but they aren't the only ones there. Someone has dressed as the mistress, the slasher, the film within the film, and has decided to make the art real by staging their own highly stylized kill scenes. One by <laughs> one, the cast disappear until the true nature of the evening is revealed. Ooh, Ooh I love that. <laughs> and I loved the trailer. I saw the trailer. It's got that, it's like the female pretty boy vibes going on. It was really creepy. Yeah, it's it's freaking awesome. Directed by Marcel Walls, written by Joe Netter, starring myself, Serena Vincent, Gigi Gustin, uh, Monique Parent, a lot of amazing people. And we have some special appearances by people that a lot of other people will know about. Oh, <laughs> well. I always love surprise cameos. I absolutely love that. Yeah, that, that one's going to be a lot of fun. We shot that one last year. That's the first film from our production company, Neon Noir. Um, and, you know, we just, we wanted to kind of come out just with a bang, you know, and kind of just have fun with it, with beautiful colors, because it's, it's a giallo slasher that takes place in a film studio. So we can go crazy with the lighting, the wardrobe, um, you know, the beautiful camera movements, um, and it's it's very entertaining. I'll tell you that it's 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 a comedy too. So it's a comedy horror film, which is awesome. And uh, uh, for those who work in the film industry, we'll get a lot of the jokes. I love the inside stuff. A lot yeah, of inside jokes. <laughs> and you know what I love because it. And and it, because it's literally on a set, and it's supposed to look like a set. Yes. There's yes. a lot of freedom with that. You know, oh, there's so much freedom that, like I said, we had we had so much fun. We could go crazy, you know. Some, you know, because sometimes like that, you know, some things don't have to make sense because you're like, oh yeah, it's 
that's a set. So that's why it looks like that. Or there, there could be a boom mic death scene in there. You could kill someone with a boom mic and it's supposed to be there. <laughs> but the nice thing is with Joe's amazing, you know, writing, mm-hmm. um, we're able to, you know, him and, and Robert Lucas, who actually owns Wolfpack Studios, who, uh, where we shot at, um, you know, they, they really, they worked well together and, um, you know, created a really fun, you know, story. So I think people are just going to, you know, we just want to have fun. It's a film. Yeah. It's, you know, something you just make fun of things and just laugh and, you know, with a lot of blood and gore in there as well. <laughs> this is, it, it looks so much fun. And it's coming out when again? Say that one more yeah, time. Uh, yeah, that's August 25th. And that's going to be streaming everywhere mm-hmm. um, on most streaming services, you know, Amazon, iTunes. Voodoo, um, hopefully Peacock, and um, we'll definitely get to be a few months later. Um, so you know we're aiming towards you know the usual um, the usual streaming services, but we'll know more the closer we get. <laughs> um, but we also have a few film festivals before the release, which is awesome. Love that. So we we, we got into Popcorn Frights. So that's going to be our world premiere. That's in um, that's Florida. That's August. Yeah, that's 18th. a big one. Yeah, it's Friday, August eighteenth. We're screening there, so if you want to see it on the big screen, you have a great chance to. And we also have um, Fright Fest in London, UK, which is an amazing, wonderful, you know, huge horror film festival. And that's August twenty fifth. So we're actually screening. That's a wrap on the day it gets released in London on the big wow. screen. Wow, that's yeah. huge! That's huge. <laughs> Sarah, you're everywhere. You're on both coasts at the same time. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> you're across yes. the Atlantic. You're, oh. you know, you're everywhere. It's awesome. That's that's the goal. We want to just get this, you know, into as many hands as possible. And we have we have a lot of great um, world sales that we're uh, looking into. So we should have uh, international release. We're hoping within the next, you know, handful of months as well. So then it can be spread out even more across the world, which we're very excited about. As you should be. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? She's on the poster, too, with her name, which is huge because you deserve that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and so for those in L.A., uh, we haven't uh, posted about it yet, but you will get the first... uh, I will let you know first, Brian. I love this. Thank you. We are going to be in L.A. at uh, Days of the Dead. Ooh. On the weekend, our film gets released. So August 25th, 26th, 27th, we will be promoting at our table at Days of the Dead. And we will also be doing a panel with a handful of the cast as well. Wow. Oh, so my that, gosh. That's... We'll be posting about that next week. Days of the Dead. August 25th, 26th, and 27th, you said? Yes. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday will be there all weekend. We'll have uh, we'll have free posters. We'll have um, some, you know, uh, pictures from the film. And we'll also be selling, um, you know, we'll have a handful of other things as well. So we're very excited just to mingle and tell people about the film and, and talk about it on the panel, too. And, yeah, so hope to see, you know. All you horror, all you horror lovers out there, and I get a lot of them on this show listening to the show. Make sure you're there because this is your shot 
to meet the cast and potentially ask some questions. Yes. We, we love questions. You have so much going on. So I have to bleed, and yes, pun intended, I have to bleed into this next film, Garden of Eden, which I am so excited about because I loved Midsommar, and I love, like, religious, culty, kind of potentially, like, flying-off-the-handle-type films, and this looks like it literally checks every box. So... I, I know, yes. I know you're limited as to what you can say, but please enlighten everyone on Garden of Eden. Yeah, so we—that's the second film from our production company, and we literally just wrapped that like, like a month and a half ago. So we're very excited about it. We're keeping most everything under wraps, of course, because you know of we course. want to get. You know, when it comes out, we want to, you know, make it a big thing. But, um, so just a quick synopsis yeah, for there you go. those listening. Uh, it's the Eden family are wealthy and do everything they can to live the word of God. They throw garden parties and a guest that finds a key gets to have their most wished for dream come true. But a dream for some can be a nightmare for others. Ooh. That is phenomenal. I already know it's going to be a fun ride because the images I see, everyone's in white. It almost looks angelic. And to have that on the cover means that there's going to be a flip side and things (laughs) could get very bloody and sinister really quickly. Well, for those who, you know, kind of know what we do or don't know, yeah. We like to make you think one thing and then we flip it and then it's something completely different. So <laughs> this is so, I'm so freaking excited to see this, but I really am. I'm like, uh, yeah, go ahead. And Gigi are in that one as well. I know. You got the whole band back together. You got Gigi and Sarah. And are you. They are outstanding. As is. Amazing. The woman I'm talking to right now, uh, you're amazing. And are you part, uh, can you say, are you part of the Eden family in this film? I am. I okay. I Angelique. Yes. Wonderful. And I, am, I play Sarah's sister. <laughs> this is perfect. I can totally see that, too. You look <laughs> like you'd be sisters, so that makes complete sense. Yes, yes, yes. We're very, we're very excited, and and we also got back Monique Parent, and she's also in That's a Wrap, and then we also got Robert Russler, who was in Pretty Boy as well. Oh yes, absolutely. And where did you shoot this? It looked like you did a lot of outdoor shoots, but what? Where was the basic location? If you can talk about that. Yeah, I mean, we shot, um, we shot mostly in LA, mm-hmm. and then we had. Um, we had a handful of different locations, but it was all LA based. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw, saw, I saw it, it might have been a desert or something, but it looked cool. Whatever I saw, a little clip, I was like, that looks yeah, neat. Yeah. That one, that one was outside of LA. Okay. So we, we did, we did travel for that one uh, pretty far, but um, other than that, uh, most of the locations are, were in LA. Now, when, like, I know that just wrapped, so it has to go through several stages and editing and post, all that yes. good stuff. 
Um, are, do you have expectations as to when that might hit streaming at, at some point, or is that way too early? That one, because it's such a special film, and mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, there's going to be some controversial things within the film, and it, this is one that we're going to really push for the Film Fest circuit. Yeah. Um, and we're hoping to get a good distro through doing the film fest circuit and we want to do like the bigger ones. So, yeah. um, we're hoping it'll definitely be done in the next few months because our post team is simply amazing and they're fast, they're efficient. Um, so the film will definitely be done in a few months and then we're going to start hitting up the festivals. So, we're hoping for a good run and we're very excited and we just, you know, we can't wait to get it out there. It's going to go so well. I can already tell. Love the cast. Love the premise. It's, I'm so excited to see it. I really am. Um, let me ask you something. Does this strike affect, you know, what's going on currently? Are you able to kind of, you know, work around that in some way? Or are you kind of at a halt right now? No, we're a completely independent company, mm-hmm. so we don't, we don't, right. we're not with like the bigger, we're not with SAG or anything like that. Wonderful. Um, but we, we a hundred percent. Go FICOR. Doing, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Go FICOR. I love that. We a hundred percent support what they're doing and you know, what they need to do and right. there needs to be change. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're 100% independent, so we do our own thing, which is great. Yes. And that's why we started our own production company, so we can do our own thing, and we don't, you know, we don't have those, you know, bigger companies that we have to, you know, ask questions, and can we do this, can we do that? We yeah. do our own thing. I, which I love, and that is the huge benefit, and also you can do the type really of material is. you want to do. And, exactly. And, now, do you, now the the more you're into it, because you're in, you're one of the partners of Neon Noir. Is it more oh, yeah. is it more difficult for you now to accept outside projects, just because maybe you just don't want to now, because you're doing the projects you literally are most passionate about? So, are you a, a hell of a lot more selective when somebody from the outside comes in, or like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, is yeah. it is it more difficult? now to like really accept an outside gig because you know maybe it doesn't exactly excite you that much <laughs> yeah, like, like as an actress you know we all still do our own thing like joe yeah. still you know writes for you know other people marcel drex you know does his own thing with other people and i do too um you know it is i look i've always been very picky with Yes. What I've taken over the last, I would say, four years. So, I've I've always had that opportunity to be picky. Luckily, um, and it's and I talk about this in other interviews too. It's you know you got to do what's best for you. It's okay to say no if something's not right for you, or if it you know doesn't go with you know, what you want and what you, where you're hoping to go, then, you know, it's okay to say no. Yes, it is. Um, And I'm, like I said, I'm very picky with what I take. It has to be, you know, a role that, you know, something that I really want to sink my teeth into, like a really great script and a really great role um, and something that can help me move forward in my career. I love that. 
that's you know it's it's nice having that option well you know what sarah you again yeah go ahead you said i mean i've been doing this since 2006 Mm -hmm. you've paid your dues very long time so it it took many years to get to this point yeah you know to be able to say you know unfortunately that you know the the project it's you know it's not right for me at this time thank you for thinking of me and you know the unfortunate part is a lot of people when i do turn them down i'm always very 100 percent professional very nice very you know genuine you know they they don't they can't accept it a lot of people have a hard time with that but like i say that's if they have a hard time with you saying no in a nice professional manner, that's on them. It's not on you. You've got to do what's best for you. Well, and piggybacking on that statement, I think if they do make a fuss over you saying no in a professional manner, then you just prove the point of why yeah. you didn't want to work with them in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a professional decline should necessitate a professional response saying, well, thank you anyway. Thank you for taking the time yeah. to consider our script and maybe we'll work together in the future. That's exactly. how people should respond to you. That's it. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I can't tell you how many times, like that could be a whole thing, but <laughs> how many times, like I've had such problems with that and it's like, dude, just chill out. Have you I literally mean, had somebody like scream about it? Like, what are you talking about? No, it's, it's been a thing. Wow. I, I've had a handful of times where it's become a thing. So it's like, well, that's if you have a problem with it, that's on you. Exactly. Like, I got to do what's best for me. Done and done, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. You're at a point in your life where you're not, you don't just need to be on screen. It has to be worth your while. Um, and you know what? What they have to help elevate. You exactly. Know, you, to, you should want to elevate with each project you do, you do and get better and better. Do something completely different. Yeah. You know, um, bring something new to the table. Like, I don't want to just keep doing the same thing over and over again. I need, I need a reason. And, you know, I just, I just, I have to be picky. You do. I have to help propel my career or my you know, learning something new in some way, doing something new um, in order to, you know, jump on a new project. You know, speaking of something new, I think we said this, we talked about this like two interviews back, I believe. But another thing that needs to happen, you in a fairy tale film. So Joe, Marcel, yeah. let's get Sarah in a fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. I think I told you about one of my favorite films is Legend. Yes, yes, we so talked about yes. Oh my gosh, that's the you. Would just be the best. You need so <laughs> let's you know we got We got to get these wheels turning, Sarah, because that needs to happen. <laughs> I would love that. Well, someday, it's, someday. Y- yes, someday sooner than later. Sooner <laughs> than later, we're gonna bring that into reality. <laughs> that would be amazing. So you always give authentic, real answers, as I've said a couple times during this interview. So what are some of the mistakes that you think independent filmmakers make or production companies that, you know, like if you could offer advice to these up and coming companies, like what would you say to avoid? (laughs) Um, One, I mean, one of the biggest things is 
you know, know your budget. Mm, Great one. Write around your budget because a lot of indie people, they don't, they write these huge scripts. (laughs) Right. They always expect, they always say, oh, I, it's, you know, I'm going to make it for a million, two million, three million dollars. Well, it doesn't work like this. And and it's the ones that have never worked on a film. They've never either worked on a film or done a film or, you know, they have these big dreams and ideas, which is great. Don't get me wrong. That's amazing to have, but you have to be practical because it doesn't work like that. Um, I love that. Build up to that. Um, You have to, a lot of times you have to start small and then just build your way up and show, you know, once you get your first film done, you can show people what you can do. Um, And then you learn about yourself, what your strengths are. And, you know, um, you just, you got to build up to that. And it's, and also it's finding the right team. Oh yes. Pick the right people you want to work with. Um, that is key. It is. Um, you know, like I said, Joe and Marcel are, and I, we work so well together. We all have strengths. Um, we all bring a lot to the table. Um, and it's, it's really just finding the right team and just working together and creating together and wanting to grow together. Beautifully said. I mean, honestly, that it's like you hit every point dead on. And I love that using what you have, don't write your first script shouldn't be this giant spaceship, you know, with, with, with a, unless you have a giant spaceship in your backyard, in, in which case go to Roswell, you know, drag it out there in your, from your backyard and shoot it. and let's avoid you know don't set it in the middle ages unless you actually have access to medieval times and you can get in there and shoot in the intermission yes exactly what brian's saying (laughs) yeah just you gotta start somewhere you can't you and just like anything in life you can't start at a hundred percent it just there, it, there's just really no way you have to, you know, do what you can with what you have and then work your way up. And it sucks. Trust me. Cause we all want to be like, I want to do that. A less, a list level movie, millions of thousands of dollars, but it just, it doesn't happen and it doesn't work that way. You just, you have to work your way up. I love it. Uh, honestly, the good, the good thing about that is you learn so much along the way. You pick up little things, you pick up big things, you and you put that in your memory bank, and you're like, okay, so the next film you do, you've learned all this stuff from this other film. Now you can take what you learned from that and apply it to your next film, and then just keep doing that with every film you do, with every project you do. You just learn more and more and more, and then eventually you're like, all right, I got a pretty good handle on this. What else can I learn? Let's keep, let's keep going. Let's keep doing this. I amen to everything you just said. And, you know, and I love part of the challenge is if you don't have something, let's say in your budget or you can't, you know, swing it. I personally love the challenge of making it work around that idea. It's guerrilla style filmmaking where you get creative and something switches in your brain and it really makes you, it just ignites something in you. So if you don't have access to something, well, how can we get this same effect and yeah, use, you know what I mean? 
Like, mm-hmm. like a friend of mine, he shot something and there was all this noise in the beginning and he was like, oh my God, I don't even think with sound editing, this is going to work. I said, well then open it since it's New York city, open it with a bunch of, with those city sounds, you know, as a matter of fact, punch them up even more. And he said, Oh my God, he goes, it's actually better now that you suggested that because this works because it sets the tone. It's in New York city. So sometimes you have to do little things like that and it makes it work even better. And then, and with that, you just learn something new. So then now you're like, okay, next time if something doesn't work, well, I have this other option as well. And I can maybe put, you know, use what I learned from that into this. And it's, it's, it's actually nice having roadblocks because that's when you really are able to learn something new. Yeah. Because independent cinema is not peaches and cream (laughs) (laughs) and producing it's, what can I do to make this work? What can I, it's problem solving nonstop. And that's what I love about it because you get to learn so much through problem solving and all these crazy roadblocks that is independent film. And you know what? It's a testament to you, Joe and Marcel, that you've assembled this crew and guess what? People have nothing but kind and amazing things to say about neon noir. And it's because of the approach that you, you bring to the industry, it's the sense of fun, but also the sense of pure love for what you're doing. And I personally, as somebody who loves the horror genre, really appreciates what all of you bring to this industry. So seriously, thank you for being not only decent human beings, but caring and loving about what you do. Thank you, Brian. And I got to say, I, I have a feeling you're going to love that's a wrap. Oh, I know I will. I already know I will. When Sarah French is in something, let's get this straight, Sarah. I already love it. So it's just degrees of love. So I'm like, I cannot wait to see it. <laughs> August 25th. Keep that in mind. Yes. Keep that on the calendar. Because that baby's going to be out. So we have all these promotions going on. What is next in the life of Sarah French? What's going on? Um, well, it's, I mean, this month is just insanity. <laughs> um, we are, um, let's just say we have plans for okay. another one. Good. I'm not surprised. And, uh, we're, we're keeping everything under super. Of course. Of course. Later this year, we will be making another film, and we're very excited about it. And um, we got a lot coming, like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) We can't wait to share. I know you have a lot coming. Sarah also owns a snake now, for those of you who are wondering. She literally owns the snake that you'll be seeing in Garden of Eden. So little Eden is hers to keep. It's her baby girl. Eden, she's she's a bull python. She's about three years old, and she's uh, four feet long, and she is just the sweetest, most beautiful. I like to call her baby. (laughs) And literally, she'll stick her head out of like the hide in the cage, and I'm just like, oh yeah! Every little thing she does, I'm just like, oh my god. Make no mistake, Sarah would take that snake out on hikes with her if she could. I know you oh, would. 
I totally would. <laughs> and now when I'm on my hikes, I, cause I see snakes all the time. Now, because I'm, you know, we have Eden, I'm just like, oh, hi, Mr. Snake. Like, even more like, oh, hi. <laughs> Probably not the best idea because it's a wild snake and, you know, you just don't know. <laughs> but they're all very, like, super chill on the trails. I love this. I I love Sarah French. You know, I love you with all my heart. I don't say that lightly. You're one of my best friends. I love you so much. I love your energy. I love who you are. You're not only a beautiful person on the outside, believe me, you are just somebody who has a heart of gold and you just radiate pure love. And thank you for being in my life and for always coming on this show and making my week a hell of a lot better. Brian, you make my week better. Thank you Thank always you. for having me and the support. And yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait for the next one because the next one we'll probably talk more about Garden of Eden. Yes, we owe you. That is. That's already that's already a done deal. So we're having and we're marking this. And we'll talk about more of that's a wrap because by then you'll be able to see it. And I will. I'll be seeing that. I'll be seeing that ASAP. The minute. I'm able to. The minute it's released, I'm watching. And we're having a Garden of Eden. We're going to have a whole episode on Garden of Eden. So we'll we'll mark these, that down. these days, i got to get Joe on here, too. Yes, and we'll have Joe. Yes, we will definitely do a Joe episode. So we And he can say whatever he wants. So <laughs> Unedited like Joe. He likes to talk. If you think I like to talk, he's like double man. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Joe had his own podcast too, so he can talk just like I can. <laughs> and it's always really interesting and, and funny and insight, insightful, and yeah, he's great. Yes, he is, and so is his sidekick <laughs> in crime. <laughs> so what is going on with you tomorrow? What is You're going on one of your hikes? Yes, tomorrow's definitely a hiking morning, and then we have a pool party with some friends. Oh, excellent. See, she does take part of a day off, ladies and gentlemen. I, I kind of do. Part, Sometimes part of a day. <laughs> Tomorrow afternoon, that's definitely a, a, a chill. It's going to be a chill, half chill day. <laughs> the, that is amazing. I am taking a vacation in a few weeks. Guess where? To Point Pleasant, West Virginia, Mothman country. So I will be messaging oh. you from Point Pleasant. I cannot wait to hear about it. And Sarah, I'm going into those military silos. So I will probably text you right before I walk into one because they're pitch black on the inside. And I'm going to do some EVP sweeps. So, Oh, my gosh, please. <laughs> I knew I you would appreciate this. I knew you would appreciate this. <laughs> Just be careful. I will. I promise. <laughs> yes. I swear. That sounds amazing. I'm going to ask you to hold on. But I love this woman, watch all her movies, watch everything Neon Noir does, and for Footsteps in the Attic, this is Brian Hobson for the beautiful queen of horror, Sarah French. We'll see you next week. <laughs>